Hello, 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 and welcome into ATLK. We're here on a Thursday, day before the NLDS kicks off here, before the Braves and Brewers battle in Milwaukee. Today, we're doing a little bit of a different episode here, as I'm welcoming my good friend and Braves, I guess, expert analysis here, um, Corbin Fricker. Oh, say hello. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for the kind introduction, sir. I I appreciate it. I don't know if uh, I don't know if "experts" the right word to call me, but <laughs> someone who who watches probably more Braves baseball than what's good for him. Yeah, no, definitely because I'm. I'll I'll raise my hand up. I I gave up on the Braves kind of early on in the season, I guess, because uh, it was just too. It was too much. It was too much sadness, <laughs> and I didn't need it in my life with every other sports team. <laughs> happening so i tried to distance <laughs> myself this which is uh that that can be painful and uh i mean even when i think i have a reprieve because of football i'm a chargers fan and that's basically just the falcons of the west so <laughs> you know the braves are kind of the Braves are kind of my only hope right now so um i don't know i put myself through this torture every day of the year and it's about to all culminate in these playoffs yeah, yeah, and we're in October too, which is like we're getting basketball back, football's in kind of full swing, and now it's playoffs time for baseball. So it's like all three are kind of all three big ones are coming in at once just to beat us up for absolutely. no reason, for absolutely no reason. So well, I'm I'm really excited though. I, I've uh, I mean obviously I'm a big Braves fan, but just a big baseball fan in general, and. Um, I mean, I this is the calm before the storm. This play, these playoffs are going to be incredible, and then December first is going to roll the ground, and the, the players' agreement is going to expire, and all hell is going to break loose. So we might as well enjoy it while we got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, and you know, I'd consider myself a new baseball fan. Obviously, I I was never a big baseball guy until I kind of you know grew older here, and the Braves got good again. That also helped. But, um, I mean, baseball playoffs, it's – I think you can make the argument it's, like, a, easily, like, a top three playoff atmosphere. Because I think hockey is a really a fantastic one. I think basketball isn't that good. And football is, like – it's good, but, I don't know, something about baseball and hockey. Like, when the big plays happen, you can, like, feel it. I, I was having a conversation with one of my buddies the other day, and he was talking about how, like – like obviously it's cool in um in like basketball to hit like game winning shot or uh, the touchdown on the last play in football but like it's not like a definitive walk off there's there's a clock and mm-hmm. ba- baseball doesn't got a clock so i mean that we saw the other night like that as much as i hate the dodgers that that chris taylor walk off had had people going and uh yeah. you know, playoff playoff baseball atmosphere is just incredible and um i don't know i'm pretty excited about the teams that are in the teams that didn't make it um except for the mariners i wish the mariners were in but we can yeah. get to that later yeah poor mariners <laughs> poor mariners poor, poor mariners <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor guys i hope they get it back man yeah yeah so like like even the the ronald home run that happened like what was that three years ago today where he oh, the yeah, one against the today. dodgers yeah oh, i saw gosh. that today on my timeline and i was that's that's one of the coolest moments to ever see like and like seeing all the video come back it's just that was that video is awesome yeah i mean ronald uh i mean that was kind of his his 
beginning. I mean, obviously he had a great season, but I mean that was of the, the whole city of Atlanta rallied behind him on that one. I think yeah. I think we knew we knew that there was a star, and we have him. And I'm hoping he comes back next year. But you know, I hope we try to win him the ring this year. <laughs> yeah, take a little pressure so, off of him. Yeah, no, for sure. So I'm gonna we're gonna quickly recap the season, and you know, I I alluded to it. I I dipped out on the Braves. I kind of gave up my little hope there. And it didn't look fantastic there. And it was kind of a three-team race with the Phillies, Mets, and the Braves there. Kind of te- They didn't die. That was the thing about them. They didn't die. They could have easily given up, especially at the All-Star break when Ronald went down with that season-ending injury. And they didn't. They kept fighting. And Alex Anthopoulos made incredible moves. Like, you could say he, he had the best deadline. I feel like it's fair to say that now, right? No, easy, absolutely. I mean, he gave up literal pennies for for what we got, and uh, I don't know that. I mean that that new revamped outfield definitely came through. It yeah, it changed the it changed the outcome. I I would think of the season. You know, you had Almonte and Heredia and Adrianza holding their own, but I mean, compared to the guys we got now, it, it's insane. It's insane the difference. It, the the clubhouse atmosphere. I mean, obviously, I'm not a player. I wouldn't know uh, personally, but. The clubhouse atmosphere seems a lot, uh, a lot different now. Obviously, yeah. like I'll miss, I'll miss Panda and and all the those celebrations. But uh, I I feel like everyone feels a lot more energized since mm-hmm. the All Star break, and uh, it's it's good to see it's good to see some people finally, uh, uh, the Rays finally kicking it into gear, uh, especially with some old faces uh, of love that we brought back Duval. Oh my god, yeah, I, I missed him. Yeah, it was it that was a that was a head scratcher. It's like you kind of get you try to give a benefit of the doubt there, but obviously, obviously he's huge now that he's back, and like it kind of seems silly then. But I mean, the fact that we only got rid of Alex Jackson for him, I mean, it's that's stupid. It's it's really it is stupid. Yeah, we got rid of we basically got rid of Pablo and a bunch of minor leaguers. Uh, yeah. Plus, I guess Bryce Wilson was. A starter, I, I was about but... to say, I feel like we got tip our cap to Bryce Wilson because I feel his Clayton Kershaw win was. You know that's an all timer, oh, uh, but you know that is an all timer. He he didn't he wasn't really coming around like we wanted. <laughs> kind of sucks that he's on the Pirates now. I feel I feel a little bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, he'll get opportunities now at least. <laughs> he, oh, absolutely. He was a, a little bit in the back seat here, but I mean, now he'll get opportunities to get beat up on. I don't I don't know. I can't I can't spin it. I'm trying to spin it, but I can't. Future Cy Young Bryce Wilson. That's what you mean yeah. to say. Oh yeah, for sure. That yeah, right into stone now. Well, uh, so. speaking of that, see, speaking of Cy Youngs, I'll uh, I'll get this transitioned here. Um, yeah. I guess before we talk about the playoffs, love to talk about uh, who who your your Braves MVPs were this season. Yeah. So I think I think I feel like the obvious answer would be Austin Riley. Austin Riley is a positional player MVP because, I mean, there were times where everyone else was kind of, like, cold and up and down, but Austin Riley was a steady, consistent bat you could always rely on. He came in, you know, he came into the season, you know, you didn't know if he was really going to have that job, you know. It was kind of between him and Camargo or someone someone outside, but, you know, you it, it was one of those where we were unsure about Riley if he'd even – you know, 
be able to hold on to that job and then to turn around and put up the season he did with, you know, batting 300 and, you know, really kind of carrying this Braves lineup on certain days and certain stretches, you know, it was, he's been, he was huge for the team to, you know, stay in the hunt and to, you know, keep, keep fighting along, you know, you needed someone consistent like that. Yes, absolutely. The most consistent guy on the team this year. Uh, we'll, we'll say, uh, you know, I used to really not like Camargo. Um, I'm glad he's, he's been killing it in the minors this year. So I, I expect mm-hmm. him to be on at least as a pinch bat next year for the Braves roster. Uh, switch hitting bats are obviously very nice, but um, no, I, I, I agree. Um, I mean, the thing that really concerned me with him was, I mean, he was, he was the whiff King. He was, uh, his chase rate was one of the highest in the league. His uh, swing and miss rate was one of the highest in the league. And now, I mean, uh, I can tell you now, he's he's top 5% of the league in um, expected on-base average. He's top 5% in, in barrel percentage. I mean, he hits the ball hard, and he hits the ball consistently hard, which is uh, it's just a, a great thing to see. I mean, it, guys like that really spark the lineup. I mean, uh just look at Jorge Soler. Jorge Soler absolutely crushes the ball, and it, it gives not only the fans something to uh, to admire, but gives the out uh, the dugout some some well needed morale. I will say, um, I, I would like to give a shout out, obviously to uh, obviously to Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman um, had a great season. Yes, finishing. please sign back, please. Yes, please, please. Freddie. <laughs> please sign Freddie. Please sign Freddie. Um, Freddie, I mean top. He's top one percent of the league in expected batting average. Like you can't beat that. <laughs> no, uh, you you can't beat that. He's top. He's top five percent in expected slugging, batting batting average, and uh, on base average. So, an, another very consistent player. <laughs> yeah, that's silly. Uh, not to ramble a little bit, but I, I also my personal MVP. I I'll, Riley's obviously he he is the MVP of this team this season. Yeah. Um, Besides Ronald, Ronald was doing great, but uh, I have to give it to Ozzy Albies. I the the things that he was able to do in clutch situations. Um, I can all all his walk off hits, that stretch where he was hitting a home run basically a game, got injured, comes back, hits three more home runs in three games. Uh, I mean, he he's a good spark, and he's uh, I I think he he's the the fun guy in the clubhouse. He keeps everybody's spirits up, so. Big shout yeah. out to Ozzy Alves. Yeah, no, for sure. Ozzy, Ozzy, it felt like he had a couple. Like, there's just multiple moments where he would go on these tears, where he'd hit a home run in four straight days. Like, I feel like he did that like twice or like three times. Like, he'd just go through these stretches where he was, like, he'd hit a monster game to like really break it open or to take the lead. He he was really big there at second base, and his glove was consistent. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, this infield. My God, this, this, this infield's stupid. Can we both can we both agree? Like, not from bias standpoints, because I know we're both biased. This is yeah. the best infield in baseball. I I don't. Yeah, think it's you can argue others, but the fact that they were one of two teams ever where all four infielders had over twenty five home runs, almost all over thirty, uh, except for Dansby. Yeah, and they they all were in the top one percent of games played for the MLB. So that's some consistency in the lineup. I mean, we, we were trotting out the same infield day in, day out. The defensive stats show it. I mean, yep. they looked fantastic. Yeah, no, I was about to say the defensive – like I feel like 
the defense is very under, underrated too because, I mean, Dansby has, has been about as consistent as you could ask for, like, a shortstop. And I think Riley – Riley doesn't, like – he doesn't, like, grade out well as a defensive third baseman, right? But, like uh, – No, he is – um, I, I read a bunch of this stuff down earlier. He is uh, – his outs above average is minus six, but it doesn't really – feel like that his glove has definitely been a lot more locked down this year than it has been in years past uh i Mm -hmm. I definitely really like the switch from left field to third because uh he's got a cannon at third yeah he's the one that can make those plays yeah i I was gonna say it feels like he's made like a ton of like really clutch plays when we needed him too on defense yes when will smith gives up uh too many hits in the ninth (laughs) inning but but yeah yeah um uh, before before we move on to pitching, I do have to, because he's my favorite player in baseball, and uh, I'd like to to read off some of Ronald's stats. Um, oh yes, please. Of before he got injured, so I'd, I'd like to point King. out he was he was uh, he he was top five in WAR in that uh, wins above replacement in the National League until like mid mid August. September, yeah. <laughs> which any which way after he went down so that just shows you um i'll tell you he's top five percent of the league in when he was playing in uh weighted on base average uh expected batting average expected slugging and he is top one percent in barrel percentage hard hit percentage and exit velocity so the man crushes baseballs <laughs> yep he sure does and you miss him at and it's like, like there's a joy in watching the Braves nowadays because you know there's a lot of you know fun players, but Ronald just brought a different level of excitement. Like every every at bat was a must watch with Ronald, and he was I I think it was pretty clear in MVP before he went down, and it's really a shame that he's going to miss this. <laughs> I know you saw he joked about uh, with Ozzy about pinch hitting. Yes, I did see that. Oh, it makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, but, uh, he will be missed for sure. We got to get him his ring. And you know who we also, uh, before we move on to pitching, just want to point this out. Shout out to Sean Kazmar. Uh, if Braves win the World <laughs> Series this year, he gets a ring, and that man deserves it. Yes. Yes, that's Gwinnett legend. Gwinnett, Gwinnett legend. Gwinnett Stripers <laughs> legend. <laughs> Sean Kazmar. Yeah, Sean. Oh, my gosh. Uh, all right. Well, I've got. I'm interested to hear who you think is who. Who you would claim as the Braves Cy Young for this yeah. season? Because yeah, I feel yeah, like there's yeah. a, there's obviously a there's two options and maybe there's a dark two front horse. runners. Yeah, two front runners here. And for me, I'm honestly this guy was consistent. He was everything you could ask for when you brought him in. I think Charlie Morton, the game one starter for the NLDS. I think he's my brave Cy Young, and as much as our other candidate had a great, great, fantastic end of the year, I think Charlie Morton just brought it game it game in game out from the day one. He was like, he was the consistent veteran presence that you really needed with this line, like with this like rotation, because you know last year, last year was just there were so many guys coming in and out, and none of them could find their footing and. It just was such a mess, and you know, you brought this guy in, and he, Charlie Morton just brought you know every day. I think he's brought great wisdom to a lot of young guys that we have on the team, like young pitchers. And I think he's been he's just been really, really consistently great for you, like 
when you needed him the most, especially in the beginning of the season when you didn't really know who was going to be your starters down the like road in four and five. You always could depend on Charlie Morton because if he flamed out, it would have been, I think that would have been a, like that just would have been Cole Hamels 2.0 and it would have been awful. Oh. It just would have been oh, absolutely Lord. awful. <laughs> We, yeah, we don't speak like, of his name here. <laughs> <laughs> he who shall not be named. It just would have been – I think that would have been devastating for this team, especially the condition they were in like early season. And I think Charlie Morton really kind of settled down the starters as a whole and brought that unit you know, to be one of the st- stronger units of the team. I, I absolutely agree. Um, I mean, the man is he's, – he's definitely a veteran presence on this team. He's the veteran presence. The fact uh, I'm glad he's he's finally back. I mean, it took him a long time to make the team that drafted him, but um, yeah, no, I I absolutely love Charlie Morton. Um, his 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 stats are are good. They're borderline great. I mean, he's easily the most consistent pitcher on the squad. Uh, I'm very glad that we have someone with this postseason experience, yeah, uh, to be our game one starter. But I little bit of little bit of an off speed. Uh, not really, but my personal Cy Young, uh, it's it's got to be Max Freed. Every time Max yeah. Freed is on the mound, I I can't not watch. Uh, he is in he's electric. He, this man is going yeah. to be a Cy Young candidate in the future. He almost was in the past. Um, not to mention, well, we'll t- I'm going to touch on his hitting stats real quick. The man <laughs> is <You> have to. <laughs> the man is a menace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the fact that he had more walk off, <laughs> more, more walk off hits this year than a couple other Braves players. Oh yeah, is, uh, <laughs> it's funny. But the the man has, I mean, he's he's been the best pitcher in the National League since the All Star break, and the, I mean, the man is incredible in September and October to begin with. Uh, his stats would don't lie, but I mean, man, uh, getting him out on the mound makes me feel, and I know it makes the rest of his team feel so much more confident. And I'm super excited that, I mean, the fact that we get to roll out Morton, then Freed, two super lockdown guys in an, uh, a two away games, that makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Um, super excited for that. I would also really quickly like to shift to the bullpen. Uh, got two guys to shout out here. Uh, mm-hmm. First off, I, I take back everything bad I've ever said about Luke Jackson. <laughs> it's got to be a long list, right? Like, because I feel like Braves Nation kind of owes Luke Jackson an apology. They owe him like a new Ferrari or something. Yeah, he has been the most consistent bullpen piece on a team with bullpen issues. Um, yeah. Wow. I mean, <laughs> the man's walkout music is is the Darth Vader uh, walkout <laughs> music. So that should tell you everything about Luke. But um. No, he, he has been very consistent day in, day out. I, I, I feel just comfortable with him out there. Um, another guy I got to shout out, uh, my personal favorite Braves reliever, Tyler Matzek. Yes. I mean, the, the man just throws gas over and over again. Yeah, he's been, he's been a guy that's been really uh, – he's the good lefty reliever that probably should be closing. But, <clears> I mean <throat> – Yes, <laughs> even, yes, he should be. <laughs> yeah, even though you know he's been he's been you know rock solid, and there's not much more you could ask from him. He's been a big, big piece there. Yeah, 
absolutely. I mean, as much as I, I love Will Smith, uh, you can hear the sarcasm oh. in my voice. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Will Smith, I think it's a lot more crap than he is deserving of. Yeah. But also, I feel he's earned it though too. That's another thing. It's like, he, yeah, oh, he, he's done. He's done really good in a ton of games, but there are also times where he just. I, he just makes it so hard for no reason. There's no reason for him to make it as hard as he does, game in, game out. Well, yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of relievers, I don't mean to move us on. Uh, no, show, you got I feel it. Like. <laughs> um, I'd love to hear uh, your personal uh, ro- playoff roster. And yeah, I will. T- we can we can debate some of our uh, some of our differences because I do believe we do have a few. Yeah. But yes. I do think really quickly we should start with the catchers, who I believe we have, we have the same too. Yeah, because <laughs> talking about ca- a position that's been like just so much stress for no reason, it makes you take Tyler like Tyler Flowers. You gotta give him his flowers, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> like, yeah, the, we got the same two here, probably like with Travis Darno and Wilson or William Contreras. My bad. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, Darno, Darno coming back a very underrated, um, underrated yeah. part of this team's success. I'm very yeah. glad we re-signed him. He's he's consistent. He's a he's a good catcher. He's probably borderline top ten. He just goes out there every day. He makes good defensive plays. I mean, he's everything that we can ask for right now. Especially when we we have him for two more years now, and mm-hmm. that gives. Um, that gives, uh, sorry, I'm blanking. Oh, Shane Langlier's some time to develop, who has been yeah. absolutely tearing up the minor leagues. So I'm excited yeah. for when that day comes. But yes, we do agree. We do have the same two catchers. Yeah. So, I, and also, I shout out, I, I shout out Kevin Smith and Stephen Vogt. They both took, the thing is, they both are not very good, but they did take a ton of bullets from the Braves country. And I mean, they are just doing their best. So shout out them. I I hope they have happy lives off into the sunset. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Kevin Smith probably not deserving of the hate he gets. Um, granted, he did not perform very well, but no. for a midseason acquisition, I mean, kind of all we can ask for. Vogue was kind of surprising. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. he's an old old dude, been around a long time. Used to be an all star. Um, he he was definitely the more consistent of the two, but oh yeah, uh, they got us to where we are, and um, let's we hope we can go win them a ring. <laughs> yeah, need to do that. So uh, we we'll go to the infield here, and I mean obviously the the four that we highlighted earlier: Freeman, Dansby, Ozzy, and Riley. You, I, we have them both easily. And uh, who do you have like coming off the bench for the infield there? Uh, the only extra infielder I have, well, I know um, I, I'm going to count Adrianza later. He is making this uh, this roster, but yeah. I'm going to count Ar- Arcia as our off the bench infielder. Um, okay, he's been been fine uh, recently. His pinch hitting bat hasn't been hasn't been too bad. So you know he's a decent defensive infielder. He's what we need. But I mean, come on, we're talking about the. In- games together this season i wouldn't expect anything mm-hmm. less from these four yeah i'm i'm in the camp where i count adrianza as an infielder here i think that he'll play if he does play a role there i think that's where he'll 
the slide in. Um, I actually don't have Arcia here, but I can definitely understand why you would. I mean, he he has delivered in these past couple weeks. He's been pretty big, but I I've picked an arm over him instead. Okay, extra reliever. That's probably necessary with how this bullpen has been. So yeah, that's the thing. It's, I kind of figure it's like the the just the back end of this bullpen. I feel like you kind of just have to like kind of pick and choose your poison there. And I elected that over Arcia because I feel like they can get away with Adrianza playing if they have to. If they have to. Okay, I, I yeah. see that. And I'm sure we'll have some discussion. The, I'm, relief pitching is, my guess, going to be our biggest discussion because that's what yeah. the most... Uh, it's the big one ball. where it's kind of things change. Yes, but I'd like to move on to the outfield. Um, yeah. Obviously, I got Rosario, Duvall, Jorge Soler as our starting three. And Jock Peterson as pinch hit bat number one. So that um, those are definitely my big four. And then I have uh, Heredia and Adrianza as our backups. Yeah, I got the I got the same roster there. Like I said, I had Adrianza in a different spot. I, he definitely plays out there too, so I can see that. Um, do you think you think Heredia? Because I mean, they did it towards the end of the season where Heredia came in as the center fielder. You think they do that again in the playoffs here? Um, I, I think it depends. It depends. Well, I'm, I'm, my, I'm leaning towards yes, because usually what happened when we had to put in Jock, um, uh, Jorge is not the best defensive outfielder. So yeah. when Jock, when Jock would come in and pinch it, we'd send out Guillermo and replace, um, replace, uh, Duvall or, or Solaire, um, but yes, yeah. I, I could definitely see. Yeah, I, my guess is Guillermo is used mostly for defense, but I definitely think he will make this roster. Oh yeah, no, I have no doubts that he will. Like, yeah, he's definitely like outside of Peterson, he's bench bat, like right up there because I, I th- he's big morale guy too. So yes, I don't, oh, I don't the, think the double much of a debate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're definitely coming into Milwaukee. They're definitely on the plane. Oh, of course. No, he probably <laughs> sent them there. He, he probably sent them there ahead of time. He's got an extra yeah. pair in his suitcase. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. So moving right. on, we'll go to starting pitching here. Okay. Uh, and so here we got. So we talked already talked about Morton and Freed for one and two, and Anderson's going to be three. Correct? Absolutely. Which I'm. I'm yes. I'm very happy yeah. about that. Um, I love Ian Anderson. I think he's going to be a big staple in this the rotation for a while. Uh, but I am glad that he is going to get a home start instead of an away start uh, to yeah. start out these playoffs. Um, get him comfortable. I mean, he shoved he shoved in the playoffs in the past, but you know, um, I think it'll it'll get him a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. I only have one more starter actually. I yeah, same here. Same here. Uh, I got. Uh, we, we will got see how Yano does. Yeah. yeah, figure that was the guy. Yeah. Um, I I really like Husker. He's got a good bat. Uh, he when he's on, he's on. But when he is off, oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's. I feel like he's all or nothing, and you kind of just have to play with that. You just kind of have to hope that you get all. Yeah, absolutely. The good thing is, is like when he is pitching, he's not going to be going up against a big three in this first round. Uh, yeah, and he'll be at home too. He'll be at home too. That is that is good to hear. Yes. Already, time for this bullpen. So, <laughs> obviously, I'm Tyler Matzek, Luke Jackson, Will Smith. Um, they're gonna make it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's pretty undebatable. 
Um, I would also argue that AJ Minter and Rich Rod uh, are most likely going to make it as well. Yeah. And then I also have Chris Martin here, even though he has been a little iffy. Yeah, the where who do you have less fear in, or less faith in, Chris Martin or Richard Rodriguez? Because because both uh, have been oh both these last month. Because I loved Rich Rod when he came over, and I thought he should be the closer, but then he just kind of uh, I don't he lost everything. Yeah, my my thing is is Rich Rod just re- for one refuses to throw an off speed pitch, which can be good, but. Hypothetically, we end up playing the Astros, who absolutely demolish fastballs. Um, mm-hmm. That that makes me a little scared. To be honest, I on I I, I hate that I'm saying this because I I used to love the guy, but he's falling apart. I I think I have more faith in Chris Martin. Yeah, the sticky mm-hmm. stuff band definitely hurt him, but uh, I don't know. He's done good in the playoffs in the past. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those where it's like a comfortability because we've seen it. Like we've seen him, we've seen him be really good, and we know that he has it in them. But it's just, it just hasn't been really pretty lately. Yeah. Also, a uh, quick shout out AJ Minter. Um, that time in the minor leagues did him some good. He he looks like mm-hmm. a a pretty capable lefty coming out of the pen. And honestly, with him, uh, Matzek and Will Smith being um pretty much our big three lefties. I, I feel decently comfortable with that. Decently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. All totally right. Final, final three roster spots for me. Final four for you. I'm going to ask, um, do you have Jacob Webb on your roster? I do. I am Jacob Webb fan club. I'd say, I'd say president. I, I don't, I mean, Jacob Webb. I just, I love, I love what he has. I think he's nasty when he's on. I think that, you know, he's he had a he had really rough stretches this year, and I think him going down to the minors, similar to Mentor, kind of, I I'd say evened him out, and he kind of figured out how to kind of tone it down, you know, not freak out as much. And I think that he came back better, and I I think he's earned his spot in here as a righty. Absolutely, I completely agree. Um, I have him as one of my one of my righties. Obviously, I think with him, definitely cannot be putting him in a high leverage situation. But no. if we need a guy a guy who can eat like a, a sixth or a seventh inning. I think he is the guy. Yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. All right, I have two more, and I'm guessing you have three more. So I'll, yes. I'll go on to my next one. Because I was saying it since the beginning of the year after I saw the man start three times that he's not built to be a starter. He's a perfect long reliever. I think Drew Smiley easily makes this bullpen. Yeah, I totally agree here. I mean, Drew Smiley, I mean, you know he has the stuff. Like, you know he has it. It's just he can't, it's just not as a starter. It just doesn't work there. He's been a lot no. better in the bullpen since they moved him. It's just been a lot smoother sailing for him. Absolutely. I, I, I kind of see him as like a, a backup starter. Like, well, starter one number fail. Starter one fails. I mean, we know he can go mm-hmm. two, three innings if need. So I'm, Yeah, uh, that's – yeah, I totally agree there because I um, I have two of those guys. I'll go ahead and knock out my other guy because I Drew Smiley's the – other guy like you're talking about and I have Tukey on there. I think 
I think Tuki gets a shot here. And I think it's more so you don't know how you know will do. And I mean, as much as I love Ian, you, it's kind of been you know you don't know. You're, it's it's more of a cautious approach, and you have these guys on there just in case that happens. And I mean, these guys obviously take up the Josh Tomlin role. That oh, that praise God. I, I assume that Josh Tomlin is not on your roster. Absolutely not. Absolutely okay. No. <laughs> no. I love the guy. I love the guy, but he is not built. It would to, be. I mean, his, it'd be malpractice his, if he made it. His year has been. He he's had an awful year. Yeah. Uh, I I wrote down some stuff on Tomlin earlier. He is. Um. I'll I'll just let you know. He's bottom five percent of the league in oh. actually. Uh, well, he's bottom five percent of the league in expected slugging, uh, expected on base average. He's also bottom 2% in the league in expected batting average. And as a reliever, you just cannot have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he he just never looked like any version of Josh Tomlin that we knew before this year. So, yeah, I I can see his name his number of days going down. Yes. Future pitching coach. Future yeah. Braves pitching coach. But um, Oh yeah. So I, really quickly, I'd love to hear your last uh, one or two because I think I have a, a bit of an oddball take on my last one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I covered – I got Smiley. And Tukey was my, like, kind of wild card guy where I could see him. I could understand him getting in, and I think he should get in, and I understand why he wouldn't. Um, but then my last guy, I got Jesse Chavez. Okay. So I, I think he's a guy that, you know, he's done his job. He – Obviously, you don't want him in high leverage situations either. But I think he, I think he gets his way on this roster. Okay, I, I could see it. I'm, I'm a, a Jesse Chavez. I, I'm not going to say fan. I think fan is yeah. a bad word here. Uh, <laughs> supporter? supporter, loose supporter, <laughs> loose loose supporter. Um, yeah, he's been he's been decent. Um, I could definitely see him making it. I think it's a it's a very fair. Um, it's, it's a safe fair. one. Yeah, safe, safe bet. All right, my uh, X factor is what I, is what I'm calling him, I, and I'm very excited. I don't know if they have the confidence to send him out there, especially over a guy like Jesse Chavez, who, uh, funny enough, has the lowest er uh, ERA on on the team. <laughs> but um, oh gosh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he he does. I he has been dealing with a few injuries though. Yeah, I could 100% see them throwing Spencer Strider out there, and really, I'm not mad about that. Um, So here's here's my thought process: one of two guys in our bullpen besides Matzek who can touch 100, and he touches 100 with every fastball he throws. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, I mean the kid has gone from low A to single uh, to high A to double A to triple A. And he's made it all the way to the Braves roster in a season, and you wouldn't expect that from a team that's going to the playoffs. But they obviously have to have a they they might they see something in him. They see some confidence. So yeah, I I would love to see him on this roster. Do I want him in a high leverage situation? No. Do I think against the Brewers? It, he would be a decent option, especially for a team that, by all means, is not as good as hitting as the Braves. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So we'll see. I mean, that'll we'll know tomorrow. But um, I, I'm go. I'm rolling with Spencer Strider. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely a wild card pick there. That that could. I mean, he could pay dividends if he ends up making it. I could definitely. I mean, he could really shine here. I mean, this this is where guys are made. Postseasons where guys are make their money. So, I'd love to see it if he does make it. Absolutely. Well, we got our rosters down. Um, yes. I'm. I. I we have we had some polite discourse. That's what yes. we call it. Oh yes. Very good times. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we'll get, uh, you ready to dive into this matchup we got here between the Braves and Brewers? You know, we got the rosters set, like you said. You know, we're ready am, to see how this goes. I am ready to see how this goes. Um, I guess we'll just start right yeah. at game one. Uh, the matchup will be Charlie Morton versus uh, most likely the NL Cy Young in Corbin Burns. Um, what what do you feel like is is the key going up against uh, Mr. Cy Young? Well, I I feel like going going into this in attack mode. The thing is, you can't. I feel like you can't back down, and you can't you can't back down to guys who you know want to attack you in the strike zone and everything. And I think you know the fact that Solaire's there will really really help this offense here. And I think he really kind of will make it. He'll open things up for the Braves' offense. I think the offense will move as Solaire goes. I think he's an X factor here. I completely agree. Um, excuse me. Um, the fact that, well, first off, I mean, we just got to talk about these big three real quick: uh, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta. The this is a a hydra. This is a monster of starting pitching. Yeah. These guys they throw strikes consistently. And they do not walk batters for the life of anything. But I will say, we're talking about probably their worst matchup would be against the Braves because we have the highest first pitch swipe, uh, first pitch swing rate in the MLB, and we don't have a very high walk rate. So I don't know. I, I expect a lot of balls put into play or strikeouts. That's in my mm-hmm. opinion on it. Yeah, no, I think we I think we are like you said, I think we're a really good counter for this cuz that can kind of play into our favor but also against us too where we're so aggressive that we could either they'll either mow us down like you know, first pitches or like first first pitch outs or we could really, you know, take it to them. Absolutely. Um I think at that first game especially like we we know uh, we've seen playoff Chuck in action. We know mm-hmm. he's a he's a reliable. I don't see him giving up more than two three runs max. Thing is, I don't see Corbin Burns giving up more than one or two. Um, so I we really got to support. We, the bats have to light up. I think the bats are the biggest key in those first two games, especially. Yeah, yeah, totally agree there. So we go to game two, and Max Freed is our starter there in game two. And he's going up against, you said, Woodruff? Yes, Brandon Woodruff, which this is the game that I am definitely the most confident about uh, of their big three. I, you could argue for Peralta, but Woodruff definitely looks the most touchable. Um, he's not, he doesn't walk many guys, throws pitches in the strike zone, but his, uh, his stuff is probably not as good as Corbin Burns. So 
Braves offense definitely needs to come out fire. I mean, to be fair, the Braves offense needs to click in every game this series. Oh, but yeah. I is, <laughs> yeah. I think this is a good statement game. You need to touch up Woodruff while he's in there. You need to have some momentum going back to the homestead. Um, and we know Max Street will deal. Um, mm-hmm. it'd, be, it'd be very surprising to me if he didn't, but I'm that is the game that I feel like is I am most confident about. Yeah, it's a tone setter for sure. Definitely coming back home too. So oh, absolutely. I, yep. And they come back to Atlanta here in Truist Park, and uh, you know, sneaky enough, the you know Braves fans have showed out this year in huge numbers. You know, second in attendance. You know, it's been a great season at Truist Park to see you know, see fans back in the stands. And so they open up the playoffs. They finally get they get um, Ian Anderson to open up, yes. like we said earlier, and he faces Peralta. Yes, uh, the man with the craziest slider in all of MLB, which, you know, uh, just speaking, uh, obviously I'm, I'm big in analytics, but mm-hmm. from a pure, from a pure standpoint, I mean, that does not bode well for our right-handed bats, um, which our lineup is definitely very heavy on. Um, I think in that game, especially I, I wrote down a little key. I, I think our bullpen is going to have to come through in that game. Because I could see Ian giving up three, four, five runs, possibly. Um, but I think that if the bullpen can lock it down, then there's – and we can get Peralta out, I think there's a chance that uh, we could uh, touch up their bullpen. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a big key there. And, yeah, you know, we do – the bullpen will probably have to be really huge in one of these games because there's no way that – I mean – it could very well happen that the starters come out and just play lights out in all the like all games, but I mean, I feel like there's gotta be one. There's gotta be one of these games where things just won't go right. Uh, absolutely, and I mean, to be fair, this this Brewers bullpen has done definitely better than expected. I mean, we know Hader's gonna shove every every season. Mm-hmm. He does it every season. Yeah. Uh, it, excuse me. That one point two three ERA is very scary, but um. I'd also like to point out his yeah. uh, his ERA plus is three forty eight, which is uh, for reference a uh, hundred is league average. So oh. a good a good slash great relief pitcher would be in like the one fifty one sixty range. Uh, he is three forty eight. Oof! So we cannot get into a scenario where it is the ninth inning and the Brewers have a lead. Because if Josh Hader comes in, well, that that about wraps that one up. Yeah, yeah, that'll be uh, that'd be unfortunate. <laughs> so let's let's avoid all that. Let's let's get away from that. <laughs> and so I would we'll like get... to point out. Um, I feel like this is really quick before we move yeah. on. A good time to point out. Uh, Devin Williams just pulled a a Husker Yanoa. Oh yeah. Uh, which is bodes well for us. I mean, their second best reliever is going to be out for this postseason. Um, yeah, the man, the man with the crazy changeup and screwball. Um, you know, definitely helps. Um, they have had some guys pick up his slack in a Suter and Boxberger, but you know, I it makes me feel a little bit better, just a little bit. 
Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's it's crazy that that that's how he goes out here, and that's <laughs> it's really a shame for them. But like you said, it bodes well for the Braves. Absolutely. So with that, we can move on to the man he was imitating, uh, Husker, going up against. Now, I don't. I I, I was trying because they they don't have these out yet. Uh, it's either going to be Adrian Hauser or Eric Lauer. That's the mm-hmm. starter. Um, they're very similar. They have uh, very similar stats, very similar uh, chase rates, all that good stuff. One's a lefty, one's a righty, but I, I just penciled that in as fourth starter. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I think this is a big, big game for, you know, you know, obviously it might be probably the biggest of his career. And, you know, I mean, you just really hope that the kid shows up to play. You know, uh, you hope that his stuff is on. Because, I mean, also, his stuff is on. I mean, he's he's debatably one of the most fun pitchers to watch that we have. So, oh, absolutely. I would, I would love to see him get it going and really, you know, <laughs> you know cement his name here in the, as at least our playoff starter, number four at least. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I have, for my key for this game, written down in all caps, Yanoa uh, doesn't blow up. That is the <laughs> the key the key for the Braves. Do I think that this will be the easiest starter for the Braves to attack? Absolutely. But if you know it doesn't pitch well, then I don't know. Yeah. There's some things the offense just can't fix. And it can go south quickly. Yes. And then I, I guess we could talk about game five if there is a game five. Yeah. Like we see like we see Corbin Burns and um like we see Corbin Birds again, if it's a game five, uh, they mm-hmm. could go to the the alternate of Hauser or Lauer, but I really just don't see that. Yeah, not not when, a game five, not winner take all. Yeah, when you when you have the um when you have the Cy Young, you send him out. Yeah. And I'm assuming yeah. we'd send out Morton. That's that's the game where you 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 throw everything at him. You throw Morton at him. Yeah. You throw Freed at him if you need to. I mean, that'll be a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah, especially like you can't you can't just play around there, and I think you know I they know that. I think they've they've seen teams like you can say the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals rolled out guys last night. Like they Cardinals, you can say that they should have rolled out you know Jack Flaherty or Dakota Hudson. You can make the argument that they should have, but they didn't. So and they they paid for it. I mean, they got walked off by the best lineup in baseball or one of the best teams in baseball. So, you know, you just have to be able to sell out there. I mean, you know, that's, that's one thing I, I, I'm not a fan of Snicker for. I mean, Will Smith, he's been, he's been decent. He's not, he's just not a closer. And I think the Cardinals absolutely failed there with their, uh, with uh, Schultz decision to put in Reyes. I mean, the man was lights out before the all-star break, but after the all-star break, he just did not have it and you cannot mm-hmm. put in a guy who does not have it against the los angeles dodgers in the ninth inning it just doesn't no. work no it does not absolutely right. well not. obviously we're both braves homers obviously we want them to win what is your prediction for this series realistically realistically and i'd say this is a purely just a gut pick I sadly have the Milwaukee Brewers winning in five games. Five games. So you think it does go to a game five? I think it does because, like you said, I think their lineup isn't anything special. And I think that does help the Braves out tremendously. 
especially in like games probably four. And, you know, I I think that that'll help them. But I just, I just, this lineup has been very, the lineup has been really awesome since the All-Star break. But there's something about me that makes it cautious where I think they could go, if they go ice cold, then that could be aggressively troublesome, especially with this bullpen who just has not been super consistent at all. I completely agree. I think if this series does go to five games, um, I, I I don't think I don't see the Brewers losing a five game series. Yeah. I, so that my prediction, if this does go to five games, I have I have the Brewers. I know um, might get some flack for this, but I do legitimately think this is a series that the Braves can win, and I do think they are going to win. Uh, I see a matchup with the Dodgers in our in our future. I think it really the only two games that really, really matter are the first two. Obviously, like you could say that about any series, but we got to win one of those first two games. Uh, Great if we win both, but I you got to be able to beat up Burns or Woodruff, one of the two. Yeah, I think that is a big key in winning, especially like on the road there too. steal one of those. But yes, I do have the Braves in four. Um, but like I said, if, if this goes to five, I think it's probably over. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hey, I love it. I love the, I love the Braves optimism. I really do. It, it makes me feel better that someone else who I'd say has better baseball knowledge is saying Braves. It, it helps my little heart. It makes me feel good. So Absolutely. let's, let's well, hope I mean, that happens. Yeah. I, I, it's not just hope. I mean, obviously I hope the Braves win, but. I think of all the teams the Brewers could face, I yeah. think we are the absolute worst for them in the first round. Yeah. Do, if they do, if they beat us uh, in this playoff series, I could easily see them making it all the way to the World Series. Um, I think that their pitching staff could handle the Dodgers or the Giants either uh-huh. way. Um, well, speaking of that, would you like to? I mean, I know I have my predictions. Um, yeah. We're we're. Cur- uh, about who's going to make it to the World Series, who I'd like to make it to the World Series, but uh, if you want me, I'd, I'd enjoy it. Yeah, no, I totally. Uh, so, you know, we've had a couple games go on, and I I don't think that it changed. You said it didn't change any of your picks, and it had, it, me questioning, it had me questioning a little bit of mine, you know? Like with the, I believe the Astros took care of business against the White Sox. And it's uh, the Rays. Rays beat the Red Sox. So both of those games have happened. And I I will say, I think the Rays were going to win regardless. That didn't change much in my book. The Astros, I, I would have thought the White Sox would have won that. But the Astros came out and they really, they kind of looked really good. So I, I'm a little bit more questioning on that one than I was before. But I'm going to rock with the White Sox still. Okay, I, I like that. I mean, I love the White Sox. Uh, the White Sox roster, uh, their, their hitting roster is one of the most fun in baseball. They are, yeah. there's some, some mean dudes who, who hit tanks. The only thing that scares me is their starting pitching has been a little lackluster besides uh, a couple of guys. And I mean, we saw earlier, we saw their game one starter get absolutely lit up. Yeah. To be fair, you, you shouldn't... Um, it was reading you through I think he threw sixty six pitches and sixty four were fastballs. Oof. And 
to do that to the team that hits 290 against fastballs is just not a recipe for success. Um, yeah. So, I, yes, I, I do have the Astros winning that series. Um, and then, like you said, I also have the Rays winning. Um, the Rays are who I'd like to see make the World Series. But, I mean, their roster is absolutely clicking. Again, starting pitching is a little rough. Uh, yeah. A lot of rookies. But, man, they are so much fun to watch. Yeah, I do. I I have the Rays making it all the way. I have them winning the AL once again. I think that, like you said, that I think they're just clicking. I think they have a different chemistry right now. We're seeing playoff Randy Rosarena. He's he's awesome. He's back for another awesome year. You know, I I'd like the Rays making it back there. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, um, Willie Adamas has absolutely thrived in uh, in Milwaukee since he got traded. But I mean, his replacement has been. Oh yeah, absolutely incredible. Wander Franco is a uh, generational talent. I see him as being one of those next, uh, like a Tatis or a, a Soto mm-hmm. or an Acuna. I, I could totally see that happening. But I mean, yeah. he let he he let off the scoring tonight, so we'll um we'll see if that keeps up. Um, yeah, for sure. Wants to, uh, we've both talked about Braves versus Brewers already, so I guess we can move on to. Uh, to the Dodgers and the Giants. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, shout out the Giants. They've been an awesome story. They've you know, shot kind of, I guess, taking the world by storm here, winning, <laughs> winning over a hundred games and beating the Dodgers out somehow. I just, it's really funny to say out loud that the Dodgers are a wildcard team with a hundred plus wins, but they are because the Giants were that good this year. And, you know, as much as I would love for the Giants to beat the Dodgers, I I don't see them beating the Evil Empire. I see the Dodgers winning and moving on to the NLCS. You are you hit it right on the money, brother. I uh I completely agree with you as much as it pains me to say because God God the Dodgers are uh oh, ruined yeah. our season last year and I mean that's that's all we gotta say, but uh it seems like to be fair, I mean, the whole argument about they spend money to win, I mean, yeah, it's a sport with no salary cap. You got to spend money to win. Their midseason acquisitions in Scherzer and Turner have been absolutely lights out. Yeah. Ma- Max, Scherzer, Max Scherzer does not have a loss on his record since joining the Dodgers, and I, I just don't see them losing to the Giants, so I do have them winning as well. Yeah. Yeah, that one's a that one's an unfortunate one, and I I feel like if if they get past the Giants, then I think they they take care of business of one of the two teams. Whoever wins out of the Braves and Brewers, I I find it hard to believe that anyone could beat the Dodgers. Honestly, yeah, I, I agree with you there. My um my predicted World Series matchup is a little bit of a uh, a blood feud as you could say between the Dodgers and the Astros um obviously that 2017 rematch it'd be good for ratings I feel like but also I really would hate if one of those teams won it all so uh praying that's not the outcome yeah uh, I would love absolutely love to see the Rays versus either the Braves or the Brewers in the World Series. That is my hope. Yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of like the baseball purist 
one that you would want to see where it's like, you know, it's not, it's, it wouldn't get the monster ratings like you would want for the sport, but it's one of those where it'd be fun. It'd just be fun. Classic baseball. Absolutely. Now, if uh, quick question, if, if the Brewers do beat the Braves and the Giants somehow beat the Dodgers, who do you have winning that? Um, I I think I'd take the Brewers there because I feel like the Brewers would be playing really, really well then. I mean, I feel like they'd just be – they'd be – I – yeah, I don't know. There's something about the Brewers where I just – I really – they have like this – it's a gut – feel. it's just a straight gut feeling I'm taking. I, that, I think the Brewers are really good. If they get past the Braves, then and I think they could beat the Giants. I completely agree with you. The, it's just hard to bet on these Giants. I mean, yeah, it's, you, I want to buy into them, but I just I don't know. I'm very I uncertain. Mean, they've made it to revive the careers of so many good, good veterans, and like I, I, I'd love to see them do well, but I just like you said, I have that gut feeling that they're not yep. going to get very far. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just it just seems too good to be true. At least this year it is. I agree. So, hey, this has been this has been a pleasure. It's been <laughs> we've been talking for a little minute here, and it is it's been a really fun time, man. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, obviously, you know I love talking baseball and uh, love talking to Braves, and obviously huge supporter of what you do. And um, yeah, no, I've I've had a really good time. I uh, hopefully I can be back here again covering the uh, the NLCS. Uh, yes. fingers crossed but um i really appreciate you having me out yeah no problem man and hopefully you know we get to do it again sometime in the future do you have you have anything you'd like to plug here oh uh <laughs> i get i get put my 30 seconds of fame um, yeah yeah go right ahead <laughs> well i do appreciate that uh i will say if you like what lucas does and you like um you you like Atlanta sports? Obviously, check out ATLK, uh, which you're watching on right now. Uh, if you like football, he does a great great podcast uh, called The Backfield Boys. Uh, and then, if you're interested in what I have to say, uh, find that hard to believe. But if you want to <laughs> listen to a, a nerd talk about baseball, you can uh, you can find me on uh, the Seventh Inning Stretch uh, website where I where I blog. Uh, the, that is seven with uh, the le- H inningstretchbb.com there you go heard it first here so you know i like i said i really appreciate it man you know like i said hopefully we get to come back and we get to preview some more nlcs action but you know like i said it's been great having you on i really appreciate it and yeah go braves go braves i'm super excited let's do this baby